You're now tuned into the Fully Booked Podcast with Mace, French and Pox. Enjoy the listen. Where to go? Tell me where to go. Yes, people, welcome to season 14 of the Fully Booked Podcast. Here with ourselves, Mace. Myself, French. And myself, Andrew. And this season, we're reviewing the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. Kick cool. it off. Yeah. Kick it off now. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you normally line it up in terms <laughs> of like, I'm going to pass it over to you. Then it's just like, all right, cool, let me do my thing. But all right, cool, so I'm switching it up on this one. All right, so no, we know, I normally start from the page one, but... Um, there was a few. There was a few parts that I thought we could scroll over and just get mm-hmm. into something that I thought was a bit more poignant. So, mm. starting from page seven, mm-hmm. uh, James Clare goes to say, "We all face changes in life. This injury was one of mine, and the experience taught me a critical lesson. Changes they may they seem small and unimportant at first will compound into remarkable results if you're willing to stick with them for years." <laughs> he's talking about a personal injury that he had I can't recall exactly what the injury was but it was basically I remember pardon I remember the injury go ahead <laughs> sorry I didn't win. Um, <laughs> no so I think he was at school and I think someone hit him with a baseball bat okay yeah. I remember creating that they hit him I'm going to say in between the eyes and I think they well definitely broke his nose but I think broke more than that and I think he went into hospital I think he was flown to another hospital a specialist hospital where I think he must have went into some form of coma. And I think, I mean, from there, I'm going to allow you obviously to take over, but he talks about um, going into, I think it was baseball or maybe one of the American sports and becoming, maybe I think it was an All-American. And then I think yeah, from yeah. there he begins to talk about some of the habits that he developed over a period of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's just kind of given us a starter point of where his, his life and why he um, came to... I guess write about atomic habits or the term atomic habits, something a coin that he's phrased himself, I'm sure. But just in regards to it being about habits in general. But um something another quote that I thought really resonated with me personally, um, on the next page, where he says the entrepreneur and investor Nav Ravikant has said, To write a great book, you must first become the book. And that sounds very Zen like, very almost Bruce Lee spiritual kind of but <laughs> the reason why it resonated with me is because <clears throat> I'm also in the middle of writing a book and a lot of what I'm writing about I have to be able to have experienced those things to even talk about it otherwise how can you really give a perspective of it so when I read that line um, that resonated with me and obviously with James Clare also <laughs> just explaining his injury caused him to I guess, um, look about how he changed his habits and how they became so instrumental in improving his life. But we we keep moving. The fundamentals, why tiny changes make a big difference. The the surprising power of atomic habits. (laughs) The fate of British cycling changed one day in 2003. Mm -hmm. And this is on page 13. And going back to... Uh, the wrap up that we we previously done in regards to all of our books and seasons being linked together some in some way or another this is no difference because 
I think if you look on the call, uh, we spoke about this particular person, David Brailsford, who championed one percent improvements. We spoke about this person in the book by called Sleep by Nick Littlehells. And Nick Littlehells was someone that mentioned him initially. That's how I, I knew the guy when his name popped up in this book. And he speaks about the the British cycling chain um the British cycling um team going from a mediocre team to basically becoming the champions of Europe and the world. And it was all through the um the ideology that Dave Brailsford had in having the one percent improvements. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I that's something I live by as well at this moment in time. And um yeah, I thought it's quite poignant that he pointed that out. So it's, he calls the Dave Brailsford, he's got something called the aggregation of marginal gains and that's on page thirteen. And to explain a bit more, it's basically having 1% improvements, whether it is in regards to sleep, whether it's the things that you eat, that just that 1% better start off when you take off from the from the um, starting line, the 1% difference that can make from having the right helmet on or the right shoes, those little 1% increments can put you in a whole different direction of or a different place that you, was, you would have been without those one small increments. But moving on slightly on page 15, he mentions, <coughs> whether it's losing weight, building a business, writing a book, winning a championship, or achieving any other goal, we put pressure on ourselves to make some shattering earth, some earth shattering improvement that everyone will talk about. Furthermore, like, and literally furthermore, meanwhile, improving by 1% isn't particularly notable. Sometimes it isn't even noticeable But it can be more meaningful Especially in the long run That's on page 15 Further on the page He goes on to say If you can get 1% better each day for one year You'll end up 37% 37 times better by the time you're done Conversely If you get 1% worse each day for one year You'll decline nearly down to zero What starts as a small win Or a minor setback accumulates into something much more now can you think of anything you're gradually you've gradually improved or declined in that's for either one of you hmm. mason i'll hand over to you <laughs> it handles me yeah 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 start of the year i um tried to pick up dutch mm. do you know what i was gonna go with the same thing yeah go ahead yeah and <clears throat> I was doing it every day and my, my improvements were more than 1% a day. Yeah. And fell off. Do you know what this book goes into? Like into reasons why, why someone can fall off or why you can't stick to something, which is quite good. But that will cover. But since I fell off and now I'm probably not worse than what I was before, but I'm just back at the start. I'm probably just at that. I'm probably just at 1% in that. I know three or four words rather than none. And I've just fell off, yeah. So that, at the start of the year, lang- trying to pick up a new language was priority. And I, I say within the first two, three, four weeks, I was at more than 1% a day, easy. I've just fallen off. I think that's, see, when you're learning the language, when you first start it, it tends to be the most improved part. Mm-hmm. Um, when you first start something, it's like, oh, this is what I knew. And you start to be recorded because it's exciting. But the problem is, and this, this comes into later on in the book, yeah. but just in general as well, 
is the discipline to keep doing something mm-hmm. that you may not particularly want to do or may not particularly enjoy, mm. but it's the discipline of keep on doing it. And I've experienced it on both ends of the spectrum where I'll keep con- do- I'll keep doing it. So for me, when I was when I asked this question, my answer was literally um, learning Spanish because mm. that's the language that I'm learning. And I've I've definitely improved in it, but at the same time, I've also declined in it. Because if you don't do something like with anything, if you don't use a particular muscle, then it, it wears away. And that's something that unfortunately um last year slash this year, depending on when you listen to it, um, I've I've declined in, in regards to my learning of Spanish. So learning a language is is definitely something I would put as something that I've gradually improved but equally um, declined as well but I will be going back to it and, and being on the more the improvement side yeah I think and the book will go into this but I will ascertain a different approach I will go back revisit in a, mm. at a different approach yeah and the book yes, the book goes into it but I don't want to give away too much too soon but I'll go back with a different approach essentially which will help me just with the discipline side mm-hmm. what about you P thought um, yeah no I could be wrong um, but I think something which i've developed over the past 12 months is probably developing habits actually um no pun light intended and that is to essentially try to get through as many things as possible and i guess i don't know if that's a bit vague but as to actually developing habits to getting things done so although this year has been quite frustrating as we spoke about in the yearly review it has been a very positive year because a lot of things have been done so if i was to look back 12 months in January, for money, so I can't really remember where I was then, but I was quite far away from where I am now. But as I go through my to-do list every single day and probably look at it at least two, three times a day, I'm a lot like further down the line as to where I was in January. So I guess, again, no real pun intended, like my atomic habits um, like have been quite good really as to just frequently checking what I need to do and then breaking them down into small parts and just kind of getting through them really which i felt like i mean i don't want to go again too much into detail but no we like details oh yeah yeah cool all right so like i don't know um even with this book actually just understanding some of the cues the responses the habits the rewards um you know those sort of things have like kind of like tweaked my my interest really because i know it speaks about um whether i don't know some of these habits have been i don't know um developed over decades or things that I'm developing over a very, very small period of time. But some of them I'm beginning to understand or see. Um, they're very new habits that I'm developing, but habits that I'm enjoying um, building in that I can see rewards in those. So like, obviously we spoke about it being a very long and difficult year, but like I can see there has been some reward. And that, again, this is, these are the reasons why you develop habits or you continue to develop habits is because you see reward. So yeah, um, languages hasn't really been, from a language perspective, and no, it's been all right, actually. It's been okay from a Spanish perspective. I still continue to listen to Spanish. So I'll take, like, I have loads of like feeds of Spanish football. So I listen to Spanish quite, quite regularly. That, yeah, regularly enough. So that tends to be something I listen to just like naturally, actually. But like, um, as to speaking Spanish, I've had lessons and stuff like that, but there's still a few hurdles I need to overcome um, as to... Um, 
I don't want to say being back, but like being where I want to be in some respect, being learning tree, which is obviously one of the, like the Ghanaian languages. Um, that's been cool in some respect. Um, I don't want to go over the yearly review again, but like, no, like there are some habits that I've, I've developed and things that I've been quite impressed with as to like building 1% habits and stuff like that. So it's been good from that respect. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, do you know what? That sparked the thought. I've been, even though I haven't been actively um, using the cues that I normally have for learning, doing my Spanish learning, what I have been doing is watching a lot of Spanish films just intentionally because I always want to have that kind of, that language pattern. So I'm learning new words. I'm just picking up old words and just recalling that, that, um, the language in itself so that's that's definitely helped but that's to do with setting my environment and that's something else that we will go into further into the book in regards to habits and stuff like that uh, moving on slightly so, so from page 16 habits are the compound interest of self-improvement and goes on to say the impact created by changing your habits is similar to the effect of shifting the routine of an airplane by just a few degrees Mm-hmm. And now when I, when I read that I thought that was a similar notion Of the butterfly effect From one end of the spectrum Being the butterfly to the earthquake On the other side of the world A small unseemingly un- um, Benign action Could cause a dramatic or catastrophic Commotion on the opposite side And that can be for your habits as well So One small small act can Either bring it full circle And it could be really really good could be a really good habit or on the flip side it could be a really bad habit but moving on similarly similarly sorry a slight change in your daily habits can guide you like see do you know what i've got a bit of a beef in myself yeah see when i read yeah i read perfectly in my head i swear <laughs> to you when i'm reading in my head everything sounds perfect and when i say that your words yeah it's a different story sometimes but i'll keep pushing a slight change in your daily habits can guide your life to a very different destination. Furthermore, seems it seems significant in the ma- in the moment, but over a span of moments. And to end off, determine the difference between who you are and who you could be. It's on page eighteen. Your habits can compound for you or against you. Productivity, knowledge, and relationships. He further goes on to say. Breakthrough moments are often the result of many previous actions which build up the potential required to unleash a major change. That's on page 20. I.e. bamboo can barely be seen for the first five years as it builds extensive root systems underground before exploding 90 feet into the air within six weeks. It's a hallmark of any compounding process. The most powerful outcomes are delayed. Have you given up trying to form a new habit or skill before leveling up? And if so, why? Um, <coughs> no, but like just with some of the example, I mean, I was thinking about something specific today, actually, maybe on the way here, but certainly today. So obviously I know Mason was talking about Dutch and you very, very briefly spoke about Spanish. Spanish. Um, so like even, even like in regards to, or in fact, no, in fact, I will say it, but yeah, let me touch on this. So like, in regards to trading, so like over the past couple of years, that was something that was really, really important to me as to, it's almost like learning, learning a language, but actually learning how to trade, just in like day trade, but um, I forget the uh, the phrases, uh, and whether it's swing trade or I forget the other type of trading as well. 
But like when I really think about it in terms of developing habits over the past like two months, maybe even a little bit longer than that, like some of the groups that have been formed. So obviously we, we meet monthly in regards to let's say anything financial and from a perspective of developing projects, but I've intentionally tried to um, encourage those type of meetups as well as like, not even specific to those other things too. But the reasons why I've done those, I know the book speaks of it. It talks about developing environments. The reason why I've done those things is I realized the importance of doing so because again, like if you're talking about those one percentile improvements and stuff like that these things go a very very long way and <laughs> it's amazing i was talking i think with, with lawrence as to this actually as to um the 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 effects of developing a group of this nature because from speaking with lawrence in barcelona up until now i've definitely made made some money in relation to the, in relation to this to this group mm-hmm. um and as to me making a concerted effort in regard as to developing other groups as to some of one or two other things professionally as well, I've made improvements or I'm beginning to question some of my, I don't want to say my decisions. Anyway, I'm beginning to like sharpen my sword, mm. you know? So I'm um, sorry, what was your question? I don't know if I might have answered it already. Jeez. Sorry, I know I do this all the time. Jeez. <laughs> hey. Jesus. You started the year right, boy. <laughs> or ended the year right, however you want to look at it, but he's back at it again. Once again. <clears throat> Amnesia, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Have you given up trying to form a new habit? Never. uh, Can I finish the question? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Just straight out of the gate. You didn't even let me finish. (laughs) Have you given up trying to form a new habit or skill before levelling up? If so, why? No, I remember the question. That's why. No. Jesus, um, what? I remember the question. What? Jesus. I remember the question, that's why. Um, oh, nah. no, you didn't. No, you I remember, didn't. as you were saying it, I remembered. You could have, because yeah. you only said it after I repeated it the second time. No, so I remember what you, where, where, we, where I was. Uh, okay, no, so no, the answer is no. So like, I don't, I don't know, what? just- Hold on, hold on. It's just not in me, man. I can't be doing this giving up stuff. What's that about? Uh, all right, go on. No, so the answer is no. <laughs> you've, never, you've never started something and given up beforehand. So in recent time or, or ever? <laughs> uh, just ever. Have you have you given up trying to form a new habit or skill before leveling up? I don't think so. Never in your life? Never. You've never started something and not finished it? If you can give me an example. Gonna start I'm something, gonna be something. <laughs> I'm asking you, do you know, know what? I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example for mm. me personally. Mm. Um, karate, when I was a youth. When I was a young boy, I started karate and I gave up before I could get to, what was it, that white belt, yellow belt, blue belt, green belt. I don't know the, the, the right sequence, but I stopped doing that. I don't think it was me personally that I wanted to. I think it was more, might have been a, a financial standpoint back in the day. Obviously, I, I wasn't pulling the purse strings, so I wouldn't know. But that was something that I enjoyed doing, and I was definitely getting better as a, as more the more I was going on, but I had to give it up in it. So that's something that's that, that is there nothing that you said that you could start that you started that you've had to cut short in terms of being so anything that you started as a skill, you say that you've got to 
Actually, you know what? I think I have one. Oh, here we go. No, 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 no. But it's, no. Here we go. <laughs> Just a minute ago, this guy's no, 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 no. Like, no. No, 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 one second. Not me. I, I actually, Never. Still, I was still, <laughs> I was still, um, not wrong and strong, correct. Stand corrected. It just, it just crossed my mind. But it, it's because I, I'll tell you what it is, first and foremost. Mm. It was in regards to coding, um, where I thought to oh, myself, yeah. 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 <laughs> don't listen to these fools. Don't listen to these geezers. We got a bust. You got a bust the listeners. Oh, yeah. Man was gonna, man was gonna move his life. Hold on. Ma'am, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Ma'am, going to do a coding degree in another language. I remember that. I remember that. I got the answer. You, you had the answer, Sway. You said you got the answer. I got it, guys. I got it. I'm going to move country and do a degree in another language. Not my native tongue. I'm going to oh, go do a, a coding degree in another language. No, so, oh, no. Oh, um, no, as to the degree, obviously, I'm still doing a degree, so I'm supposed to start that in, in, in February. But as to the code, in another language, no, no, that's the, you know I mean? I'm, I'm not in Barcelona, so there's no need, there's no need to put myself under that, that, that type of duress, yeah. So, so there's no need to do that. Um, but as to the degree, you're crazy, still continue with that. But as to like that's the coding, the coding it, yeah, as to the coding itself, I just, if I'm honest, I've just like you started that though, right. Yeah, yes and no. Like, I mean, it still falls underneath your question. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I guess does. the reason why I chose against it is, I've actually explained this recently, is as to not really spreading myself thin. So like that for me, I've, I've, I've kind of, not always, <coughs> in recent time, or maybe certainly previously, I've always tried to, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this. And actually there's not necessarily a case or good reason mm. to be, putting myself in those positions. That's not what I I really want to do. I want I want that skill set to be able to yeah. do something, yeah. but it's just it's just a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Truth be told. Okay, I'm glad we got the truth out. Um, <laughs> we've got an answer. Um, <laughs> we've got the yeah. truth. We've got um, the truth. But like um <laughs> this guy you know this got guy. An Mr. Loverman and that. No, I'm not Mr. Loverman. We've established that. We've established that. She, uh, cool. Uh, so moving on, the valley of disappointment. Habits need to persist long enough to break through this plateau, what I call plateau of latent potential. And that's on page twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Is patience celebrated in today's society? Patent or patience? Patience, patience. celebrated. Do you want me to repeat the question? Uh, I think only when his patient yeah, said, "Just uh, this is for yeah. peace' sake." No, no, I'm just going to repeat it just so you don't ask me again. <laughs> is patience celebrated in today's society? Yes, patience. Yesterday's yes, I said society. Go ahead, go for it. Me? Mm. You're me? Yeah, you're you're, uh, <laughs> <up>. <laughs> you're on. <laughs> um, I don't. For some, not not for everybody, but I think by and large, no. I think we live in a very much um, now society. Um, what can you do for me now? Um, what have you got for me now? Um, yeah. No, I just don't believe it is celebrated. I think it's celebrated for those who are prepared to um, look at the long game, but like for by and large, those who are not, which would obviously be obvious, 
I think the answer is no. It's a good answer. I, I think um, patience, I think when something comes to fruition, <laughs> something comes to fruition, um, that's been running for a long course of time that maybe others didn't know about and it comes to fruition, it really blows up or gets a lot of attention. I think then the kind of the back work is kind of like, whoa, like, you know, you've been working that for four years and this is where you are. That's when it's like, it's, that's amazing. Or that's a journey. That's a story. We can turn it into a film, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. You've seen King Richard with the Cere with the Williams sisters yeah, then yeah. release a film recently. If something doesn't come to fruition, but maybe people know of your journey to try and get there, or if, or if you say to someone or say to a company or whatever it is, I'm going to work on this marketing campaign, and they'll, they'll be like, as you've said, yo, where is it? I wanted it yesterday. There's no, there's no kind of respect for patience. People want things now. We're in a society where everything needs must. Everything must be on demand, if that makes sense. So I, I, I pretty much agree with your answers, apart from <laughs> there's just the cases where people come out and I don't know what it is. I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but something might come out or someone's done something or move, whatever it is. And it's like, I've worked on that for four years. I've done four years of research to brick to this point. Yeah. Whoa, that is amazing. Like, let's celebrate like that man's journey or that person's, you know, story. That's mm. when it is kind of celebrated. When when people see wh when you've got to where you need to get to, then the backstory comes out. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, very much like bamboo. Mm. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Pretty a much. bamboo. I don't. Hear, I don't hear anyone talking about bamboo. Is the thing still running? Yeah. 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 Um, we're pretty much at the moment. It. It seems like. Um, it's. Uh, it was. It was an overnight success. But most overnight successes have a backstory and they tend to not be overnight success. But mm. <laughs> when things are played out in the social media, especially, it looks like something could just happen overnight. For example, a good example would be like a mo comedian. Like people might have thought, oh, he just put up a couple of videos on Instagram and he's blown up all of a sudden, not, not knowing that he's been plowing his, his craft for a good few years beforehand, a good 10, 10 years plus maybe doing this thing on the, on the, on the underground scene, so to speak. It's funny you say that actually, because obviously with the back, with the backlog of, um, well, of this book in general, with this book, I'm actually listening to Mo the Comedian on the 90s Baby podcast. And any of you listen to that? Yeah, very, yeah I heard that. that was very, that. very funny. So I'll explain the reason why you brought it up. I thought so. Mm. Um, so yeah, so listening to his story, I thought that was really, really interesting. But obviously I know the book talks about I, mean, I know you've mentioned this in part, um, like delayed gratification, actually, in some respects, actually. Mm -hmm. And examples of that, actually, good and bad in relation to cancer and obviously it being undetected for up to 80%. I thought that was really interesting. Like, I thought that was quite scary, actually. Mm -hmm. um, and I just talked about the habits, well, primarily, obviously, negative and bad habits that we pick up and continue until, you know, unfortunately, cancer is obviously detected. And I think it talks about I know you mentioned it, obviously, overnight successes and stuff like that. But, like, again, obviously, you talked about geological pressure and climate change, which I thought was really interesting, too. Girl, girl, tell me where to go.